Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. There's a lot of talk right now in Canada because of the scandal involving the Governor General. Now, for those of you who are American or from a non-Commonwealth country who watches this, you probably don't know what a Governor General is. So to broadly sum up, they're the representative of Her Majesty the Queen here in Canada. And so they're the one that's technically in charge but they are always supposed to kind of do whatever the prime minister tells them to do. That's, again, a broad oversimplification, but that's basically the job is represent the queen, rubber stamp the bills, and this person is usually appointed on the advice of the prime minister. Which brings us to the current scandal. So, uh, in, you know, unprecedented times, the current governor general, or rather, Former Governor General Julie Payette has resigned. Normally, they just kind of serve their term and then that's it, but she's resigned. Now, additionally, this was in the wake of a report that said that uh, she was responsible for a very toxic work environment full of harassment and abuse. And so in the wake of this report going public, she has resigned. The deputy governor general is now the acting governor general, and they're going to try and find a new official one. So, of course, it's all the news media is talking about right now. Well, that and the canceled Keystone XL pipeline. But I want to focus on this because there's a few people finally starting to talk about it, which I appreciate. But the general discourse around this scandal is, oh, well, you know, how could this have happened? Wasn't there proper vetting? Apparently there wasn't vetting. Oh, you know, this is, this is why you should do your vetting kids. And you know, this brings up questions of accountability and no one ever does the follow through on that. And that's, what's pissing me off today. No one ever goes through the follow through of, Hey, you know, maybe we should just have an accountable head of state, which means we need to abolish the monarchy. Again, for people who maybe didn't clue in earlier on or didn't realize it or have only skipped to this part of the video, Canada is technically a monarchy. Elizabeth II is Queen of Canada. Prince William is heir to the throne of Canada. Canada is, along with the UK, one of 16 Commonwealth realms. And so we technically have a monarchy and that's why a lot of things have a crown on them or some version of a crown. Now, with this in mind, and it's why things are the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and the Royal Canadian Air Force, and it's not, you know, federal property or anything like there is federal property, but there's also something known as crown land. This is a big part of why. And granted, when saying, you know, just abolish the monarchy, there's a bit more to it than that. But if people really want an accountable head of state, then we should consider abolishing the monarchy and pushing forward like many other former monarchies have done. It's not like this is some bold new idea. Much of the world, in fact, has moved on from monarchies, ranging from the global south to the former prestigious monarchies of Europe. There's basically just the monarchies in Northern Europe, uh, the Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg, Spain, and of course the UK. And then you have the monarchies in uh, the Arabian Gulf. And that's pretty much it in terms of 
major, well-known, internationally known monarchies. We're not really counting, you know, Eswatini and Lesotho in Africa, because no one really knows about them, unfortunately. So for the most part, monarchy is a thing of the past in all corners of the world. Japan is like the one holdout in Asia. Oh, and Bhutan. Oh, and sorry, and Thailand and Cambodia. My bad. But the rest of Asia oh, and Malaysia and Brunei, but most of Asia has moved past monarchy. Pretty much all of Latin America has moved on past monarchy. Brazil had one for a while. It was kind of cool. And then it disappeared. North America has never really had one except for Canada, just continuing the proud British tradition. Same with Caribbean states. Most of Europe, in the wake of World Wars I and II, got rid of their monarchies. Most of the world has figured out a way to move past this and still have relatively accountable leadership. Germany is no longer run by the Kaiser. It's by the Chancellor and the President. France has a President and a Prime Minister. Ireland has a you know uh, President and then the Head of Government, which is the Taoiseach, I'm pretty sure. Lots of places have figured this out, and one of the ways they do it to avoid too much confusion is that the you know new incoming president has to be elected or approved by a two-thirds majority in the legislative assembly. I'm fine with that. I'm sure most other people are fine with that, because apparently, you know, on the advice of the prime minister, hasn't exactly worked super flawlessly. And then people rightfully bring up the fact that governor generals many times spend too much money or are not well suited for the role or become a little too confrontational, especially in the past. This is definitely an issue that needs to be addressed. But it's really telling that people are just a little too afraid to take it past the point of, hey, how do we have an accountable governor general and no one's, you know, talking about the white elephant in the room, which is, well, abolish the monarchy and make them a president that is accountable to the legislature because the legislature has to vote to put them in. That's relatively democratic. It's relatively fair and it's extremely accountable. That's where we are in Canada right now, where, you know, we have a chance, we have an opportunity to really look within ourselves and ask the deep question of, is the monarchy well and truly worth keeping? And based on recent polling, a slim majority in some parties, but a large majority in others across all party lines in Canada say it's time to abolish the monarchy. And the fact that more people aren't talking about this openly and actually trying to drum up support for this idea of an actual accountable representative and elected head of state in Canada is definitely what's bothering me today.